0: There is a balm in Gilead to make the wound.
1: For his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Psalm 2 ESV.
2: Hello and welcome back to There is a Balming Gilead podcast with your hosts Grant Baker and Brian Emerson. That is me. So today, uh uh-huh.
1: That is me. I'm Brian.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. I got it right. I mean, not Brian Jemerson. Not Brian Jemerson. That's the other guy. Okay, that's a a popular misconception. If you're on the Slack channel at Tech Reformation, hello, and we're glad you are joining us there. Uh, If you're looking for Brian, his uh, handle on there is Brian J. Emerson. I'm Biko Ind, and we welcome you to, here it is, episode two, How Firm a Foundation. So we wanted to start things a little differently today, and we have... a a little game that I think all of you are going to enjoy except for me because I'm going to lose badly, but it's going to still be fun. Now, Brian and I are both fans of nineties CCM. Is fan too strong of a word?
1: Fan is way too strong of a word. Um, I would say Mm, uh, that the novelty has not worn off.
2: Okay. Okay. So we're nostalgic for the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That'd probably be
2: okay i like it i like it hey there was some good music back then and i got 10 of them right here that are going to be great and i believe brian you also have 10 songs
1: probably the same
2: (laughs) (laughs) come on now come on so these are all taken uh, as i understand it from the wow 90s uh song uh songs right
1: yeah, yeah on either, those wow cds Yeah, either from 96 97
2: 98 99 or wow the 90s wow the 90s okay all right and i uh, we are accepting some of the specialty ones like the night wow 98 gospel uh cd that came came out uh we also they started coming out with like those praise and worship ones back like 95 96 sometime in there sometime so yeah. Anyway, these, of course, are a ripoff of the now. Actually, I think N. I think
1: Wow predates Now.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, and it's one of those fantastic examples where Christian music actually leads uh, secular culture. Uh, a lot of times, it was perceived as being the other way around, but not here. So that's very exciting. And we have these ten songs, and we are going to try to guess based on what is it? One line, yes. right? Yeah. One line of the song, <laughs> any line or any, a line any from line. the chorus. I mean, any line that doesn't give away the actual title of the song. Right.
1: Right. And, uh, okay. And so we have, we have some rules. Uh, we'll take turns. Um, uh, I will read a line and you have to then guess what the song is and the band. So you have to know both. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. Okay. And so, uh, um, you can. You have three lifelines. Uh, oh, thank goodness! You can ask, tell me about them. So the first lifeline, and you can ask. You can use whichever whichever lifeline you want. So one of the lifelines. So point A, uh, the first bullet point lifeline uh, would be: uh, I can read either the immediate next line or mm. the immediate mm-hmm. previous line. So you get a second line but I can skip any sort of like refrain that has the the title of the song in it. So if like, so if like the very next line had the title of the song. I can skip it. Um, The second lifeline is uh, I can sing the line so I can say it again, but singing it in its actual original tune. So I can't just make up a tune and sing it. I have to actually sing the actual tune. Um, Okay. And then the third lifeline is I have to give away the either the song title or the uh, the band name, and that gives you the clue. If you use a lifeline, so if you if you get the if you get it right, like if I tell you the line and you get it right, you get a point. If I tell you the the line and you get it wrong, you get no points. If you use a lifeline and get it wrong, you lose a point.
2: Okay, so I will try to keep track. And you'll have to maybe remind me as we go along. Sure. But now these lifelines, we don't get like three more lifelines if we use them. All right.
1: No, no, no. It's just one of each. And then they're gone. Okay. All right. Okay. So who wants all to right. be a millionaire?
2: Oh, man, this is going to be hard. Okay. We can do this. So I feel really confident in my way. FM listening self and z8.3 radio in orlando all right uh we're going to we're going to do this all right do you want to start or do you want me to um i would flip
1: a coin but you know you're okay. 500 I, miles away so
2: <laughs> i got a flipper coin thing it's an app dude
1: all right well i'll take your word for it
2: okay all right uh do you want one or two uh two. side one or two side two, two. Okay, I am rolling. Oh, and it's side one came up. All I don't right. know if you can see that no, on I the can't. video. It's fine. Okay, I, well, you'll have to trust me. I trust you. So I'm going to choose to listen for my first clue first. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you give me a clue first.
1: All right. Here is your first song. Even though his hunger had grown real strong, he turned and simply replied, Oh.
2: <laughs> okay. Maybe this wasn't such a good idea. All right. Can you can you repeat the? Yes. Yeah, can yes. you repeat the line? Okay.
1: Even though his hunger had grown real strong, real strong, he turned and simply replied,
2: "Oh my word!" There were probably dozens of people screaming into their iPod or whatever they're
1: using. Today. iPods.
2: yes right now the right answer and i am not going to use the internet to look this up i we should have mentioned that that is also
1: i don't even have that option not
2: appropriate uh oh man hunger real strong Uh uh-huh obviously i need to do some more listening is this (laughs) gonna be okay so do i get a half point if i guess at least a band right
1: yeah, if you get the band, or yeah, you can get it you can get a half. Point. Okay, so, okay, yeah, so we can do like two points. Each each right answer is two points. If you lose, gotcha. If you lose one, it's two points that you lose. If you use the lifeline, um, and then, uh, but if you can only get one or the other, then you get one point.
2: Okay, I I'm gonna guess that sounds to me like it could be like a Big Tent revival type song. I'm thinking. So that's going to be my guess. It was a Big Tent revival. That is your
1: final answer. Yes. The song was called The Devil is Bad. No! (laughs) The band was the (gasps) W's.
2: The W's, yes! Oh my goodness. Even though his hunger
1: had grown real strong, he turned and simply replied, Man does not live on bread alone, but on the word of God. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, the funny thing about that (laughs) is I almost chose that one for you. (laughs) all right so that's zero points zero points uh, for grant uh i am on the board so to speak uh, (laughs) with brian left to go all right Uh, go ahead and i am going to give you i made this too easy oh man all right (laughs) are you ready i'm ready the proof is when you hear your heart start asking what's my motivation
1: (laughs) But it's Shine by the W. uh, By by the Newsboys. By the W? By the Newsboys. No. Newsboys is my final answer. There's
2: a W in the answer. There is. N and S. Yeah. It's uh, Shine. Shine
1: by the Newsboys. It's all right. It's it's all. all, No, no, no. It's it's all right. It's good. It's all right. Because my next one is The truth is in. The proof is when you hear your heart start asking, What's my motivation?
2: What's my motivation? Shine.
1: (laughs) Shine. I
2: wonder by, what by, got
1: what's the band? by
2: it's, the Newsboys. Yes,
1: that's right. Yes, yeah. that was my next song oh, as well.
2: That, okay, that's wild. So that is wild. We're, we're the same line. Not down. even the same
1: song, the same line. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm so glad you picked that song. It's yeah. Newsboys, I got to say. One of my favorite bands. Yes. Uh, going all the way back to the very beginning. Yep. All right. Brian, your uh-huh. next song is... Love is the thing this time I'm sure and I couldn't need you more than now. Uh, or I'm sorry. Let me read that one more time. Love is the thing this time I'm sure and I couldn't need you more now.
1: Um, what's the next line or the, or the line okay. for your, your choice?
2: The, the next line is the way that you saw things were so pure. So love is the thing this time I'm sure and I couldn't need you more now. The way that you saw things were so pure. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, jars of clay. Uh-huh. Uh, so line one more time.
2: Love is the thing this time, I'm sure. And I couldn't need you more now. The way that you saw things were so pure. Title of the song.
1: That's, thank you for that extra hint. Um, I, I, I know it's jars of clay. You already affirmed that. Uh, yeah. Man. So I at least am only going to lose one point. Because I I got one point for getting the band and I lose two for using the clue. Um So I cannot remember it. I cannot remember Man, I can't even think of any names of the songs other than Flood and Liquid at the top of my <laughs> oh, Next album. Yeah, next album. Um <laughs> this is so funny it, This is yeah. <laughs> This is funny So the next album was uh... Uh-huh Yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna
2: Can you Tell me what the picture was The picture the was album.
1: like It was like a boy on the beach or something Um,
2: Yeah, yeah Holding hands It was real yeah.
1: sweet uh, it's, I don't remember, I give up
2: The name is Overjoyed
1: Overjoyed yeah.
2: Which also is, is the very name. next line of yeah. the song after the, the, you know, the next line that I gave you. Yeah. So that is minus one point. Uh-huh. You got the band right. Yes. So you
1: are now at one. I'm at one and you're at two.
2: I'm at two. All um, right. Which is surprising. And I'm going into, and, and this is after two songs a piece. Yeah. So uh, we are, yeah, we are trucking towards. Okay. All right. I'm ready.
1: All I need's another day where I can't seem to get away from the many things oh. that drag me down.
2: <laughs> oh Okay. Okay, uh one more time, please.
1: All I need's another day where I can't seem to get away from the many things that drag me down.
2: Um all I need's another day. All I need's another day. Okay. Oh boy, is this is this? Perchance, Stephen Cruz Chapman.
1: Is that your final answer?
2: Uh, yes, and the song "Let Us Pray."
1: Um. No. No.
2: No. Very wrong. Not the right okay. band.
1: Not the right song.
2: Oh geez. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I, I really, I flunked. Uh, I think
1: there. Just. Just just curious. I'm sure you've had a day like me where nothing seems to set you free from the burdens you can't carry all alone. Does that help?
0: Ah. Uh. <laughs>
2: yes, but no. <laughs> yes, but no.
1: Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get down. Audio adrenaline.
2: Oh. Okay. All right. Audio A. Audio A. Okay. So how many, and and that one, I I get
1: zero points. You get zero points. You didn't, you didn't. So
2: I I retain my two points, but I, I have failed. Okay. Yeah. You did not use. That's after the third song. I did not use a lifeline. You did not use a lifeline.
1: That was just me curious because it didn't matter if you got it right or not. You weren't getting any points for that one.
2: Ah, you know. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Why did I think it was Steven Cruz Chapman? All yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, this one should be okay. Well, I'm not going to say. I, I, I think they, they should all be oh, easy. What? They should all
1: be easy. We know this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Canvas is only the beginning, for it takes on character with every loving
1: stroke. Every loving stroke. Easy talk. I love. Um, uh-huh. Uh Colored people. Yes.
2: Bing, 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 bing. You are now at three points, Brian, to my two.
1: Right. Excellent work. You try to climb a broken ladder, grip the missing runs, and fall down. Down. Down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> down. Oh, man. Is this sinking by jars of clay or something like that?
1: Um. It is by Jars of Clay. Yes. Off the same album that you did. I actually skipped this one and didn't do it right back to back with the other one that you just gave.
2: Well, did that matter? I mean, that's okay, right? It was
1: like, we did the same song back to back and then we chose a song from the same album back to back. (laughs) So I skipped it and went back to it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, um, is it Liquid?
1: No, no. Liquid uh, was on well, the first album. Well, but you
2: said the same album.
1: Well, Liquid so, was on their first uh, album. This is on
2: the Overjoyed album. It's, over, it's on Overjoyed. Uh, Fade to Grey. Um,
1: Overjoyed. <laughs> you've, Wait, you've, you've already guessed like four four song titles.
2: Well, I got it wrong. You, I mean,
1: yeah, let, uh, let's just say that. Crazy times.
2: Crazy time. Oh man, I love that song. Okay, yeah, it's
1: like the it's, yeah, it's like the yeah. their only single off of it.
2: Wait, okay, well, only single. <sighs> I like the biggest tracks, Brian. Off of it? I only Boom. I only listen to the deep, tracks. Yeah. All right. <laughs> deep tracks. All right. Speaking of deep tracks, Brian, now that we're tied at three, three I have one for you okay. today. That that is my free hint to you. It is so it's a it's, deeper track, but I think you I I think you're gonna get it. I think you are. All right, that's fine. Sigh. <laughs> let's be blunt. I'm a little distracted. When Dude, you want. No, no,
1: no, okay, not even kidding. I w- when you said deep track, when you said deep track, I almost, I almost said this exact song, and now the title what? is coming away from me. No, yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> let's be blunt.
1: It's a uh, Newsboys. It's uh,
2: a yeah. It's
1: Newsboys, and it is. Um, I almost, I, I almost said it, but I couldn't think of the title. So I didn't just blurt out and say it. That would have been amazing. No, it's uh, Lost well, of, loss you're of Plot. You're up
2: one point already on it.
1: Lost of Plot. Yes! Yeah. I almost said, oh, Deep yes. Track. It's going to be Lost of Plot by Newsboys, but I couldn't think of the damn title. <laughs> I,
2: I would have given you a, an extra you point. Could,
1: yes. That, I think, if
2: you would have just like that no was, clue whatsoever.
1: That was <laughs> uh, the second to last track on... Um, on Take Me to Your Take Leader. Me to Your Leader. Yeah.
2: I think, wasn't it the last one? I thought uh, it was like, I thought the it was last like a track. secret
1: track or like there was like an unlisted track or something.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Lost a Plot. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite. Uh, Absolutely one News of my Boys favorite songs. Voice songs. One of my favorite CCM songs of all time.
1: Yeah. I agree. Good,
2: uh, I mean, like it was solid words. Uh, it was solid lyrics. It was solid. Just, I don't know. It was great. Yeah,
1: it was. All right. Come on, everybody. Stand up and sing
2: one more hallelujah. Oh! Uh, um, stand up and sing one more hallelujah. Okay, uh, I'm going to use my first lifeline. Okay. I, I would like you to sing it for okay. me. So, Brian, if you would, do your best rendition <clears throat> of this song. Come on, and Come on, everybody. Stand up and sing one more
1: hallelujah.
2: Give a praise to the Lord. Come on, everybody. Stand, Stand up. up and sing. Yeah. That's Hallelujah. It.
1: That's a song. Who sang um,
2: it? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: sing your praise um, to the Lord by? Uh,
2: but, uh, sing your praise to the Lord. And uh, it's by Amy Grant. It's by Amy Grant. Because my kids listen to that. Like, yeah. all, they love Amy Grant. I, I think it's just because her last name is kind of like my first name. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. That's
1: probably a yeah. good enough reason.
2: Amy <laughs> Grant. That's it. No lie. We still have a tape. uh, her that we we often will play all right nice all right so here is my next song um and it is oh shoot i was gonna just read the name of this song that won't work that won't work Um, okay um every moment of the day it is the right time
1: every moment And
2: I've been giving you honestly like couplets, so let me let me actually give you the cup. Uh, Well, okay, I see what I did. I did not give this is mm. all right. This one's on me, man. Every moment Uh, of the
1: day, it is the right time. I know that much. Um, Yeah,
2: that's the song,
1: man. Yeah, it is. It is the song. So don't sing it because I know the tune. I just it's not going to help me. Um, (laughs) All right, so. I've already asked for an extra line. I don't need you to sing it. So I don't think that I don't think that knowing the name or the band is going to help me. So I would probably ask for the band, but I don't think it's going to help me with the name. And if you Give me the name. I don't think, I don't know it's going to help me with the band.
2: Every moment of the day, it is the right time.
1: Yeah. It's super familiar. I mean, I can think of the tune. Um, but I don't One want.
2: Of the day, it's the right time. For yeah. The fun. It, it's mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. nothing else is coming mm-hmm. to me, and I don't want to use the lifeline. <laughs> That's not helping. Ugh. Oh, man. I, I just hummed the name of the song. I'm trying here. All right. Can you at least, like,. Think about, like who might have, who might have sang that song?
1: Or All right, what's the title?
2: Okay, the title of the song is "Let Us Pray."
1: Oh, let us pray, let us pray,
2: pray everywhere in every way, every, every, way, way.
1: every moment, every
2: of, the moment day. of the day. It is, is the right, right time.
1: The Father above.
2: Father, above, He is and listening and with love. love.
1: Yeah, and, a, and now no, i can okay. think of like five different people who would have seen that song oh man i know no, i know. no
2: it's it, it's like one of two people in my it's, mind yeah but it
1: actually I'll tell, you, I'll tell you i'm not this isn't my final answer but the two people Fair i'm enough. going back for is either stephen curtis chapman or point of grace really okay
2: yeah. um well i won't tell you who the two people are i think it would give it away but i will say um that it is one of those.
1: Yeah. It's a. Uh,
2: hear gonna, it in your mind. I'm
1: going to lose man points. I'm going to say a point of grace.
2: Hear it in your mind, Brian. <laughs> Listen to the singer.
1: Well, I've listened to the singer and I can hear both of them singing it.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: So I said point of grace and you kept me talking. Are you, you didn't, you're not accepting that one. So it's probably Stephen Curtis Chapman. But now you're just probably playing mind games with me.
2: I don't know, Brian. What is your final answer? <laughs> point of grace. Oh, come on!
0: <laughs> I you know. One
2: point for Stephen Curtis Chapman, or oh, for Let Us Pray. But Stephen Curtis Chapman, man. Yeah. So for me, I can never point. tell the difference between Stephen Curtis Chapman and, and Michael Debbie Smith. Smith.
1: I mean, I know that that. And
2: but. you said point of grace, and I'm like, okay, one of those is like a singer songwriter guy, and the other is like a
1: Mormon trio. They're not Mormon. They're Baptist, I'm pretty Are sure, they, and they're still. Baptist. Of them. They went to Washedaw oh, Baptist University. They're oh, all never roommates. Mind. Well, shoot. I thought
2: there was another. Okay. I'm thinking of somebody else then. Yeah. All
1: right. Okay.
2: Anyway. Uh, um, We are now one, two, three, four, five. We're halfway through the game. All right. You are in the lead six to five.
1: So, We've yeah. We've all
2: oh. both used. Oh, wait. You just used a lifeline.
1: I did. So I lost so a point. You have, you have the point.
2: singing lifeline.
1: Yeah. So I lost a point and I, that round. I didn't gain one. You didn't gain what No, I lost a point. I you, used a lifeline. Yeah, but and I, and... it
2: gave you the name of the, yeah, the so song. Lo- so so at least one point.
1: So I lose I don't know. I don't know how that works. We'll figure it out later.
2: Oh, okay. Well I <laughs> thought it was okay. Mm.
1: So so yeah. Anyway.
2: Okay. Because I gave myself two points when I used my lifeline, right? So does that mean I only got one point?
1: No, you got two, but I didn't. Okay. but I still lost. Like I didn't, I didn't guess, I didn't guess the right guy, so I actually lose two points on that last one.
2: Let's just let's just say you got you you it's you five, only five. Lost It's five it's all. It's, five five. It's okay. five five. I like it. Yeah, uh, you know, there's nothing like a game where, where we make up the rules. you kind of make up the rules as you go along. <laughs> It's like Calvin and Ball, you know, from Calvin and Hobbes, do you remember that?
1: Kinda, yeah. Yeah.
2: Classic. Anyway. Alright, I am ready now for my sixth
1: song. Alright. And there ain't nothing gonna tear you two apart.
2: Is that by air supply?
1: Is that your final answer? I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't even know who air supply is.
2: Aren't they one of those like Uh, There was secular vein It's like you know uh, all like uh, Emo type uh, You know Lovey songs and things like that
1: Probably Okay
2: never mind forget it Uh, (laughs) So uh, Tell me the line one more time
1: And there ain't nothing Gonna tear you two apart
2: And there ain't nothing that are Gonna tear you two apart Um and there ain't nothing that are going to tear you two apart. Who's going to be using ain't in a song? I, I think that is one of the questions that must be answered. Um, okay. There was a song mm-hmm. by not Stephen Curtis Chapman, but by Michael W. Smith called uh, he, Love Me
1: Good, he wrote a which lot also of, uses, he, he wrote a lot of, of weird stuff. Okay. That, that Michael W. Smith. All right.
2: Well, he he did write a song called "Love Me Good," which is just improper English, yeah. and this uses "aint," and I'm going to tie those together and say it was "Love Me Good" by Michael W. Smith. Final answer.
1: Final answer. The very next line is, "And if the world suddenly ran out of cheese, he would get down on his hands and knees." Because oh. say if someone accidentally just the cheese in can. the dirt. That he would wash it off for you, wash it off for you, clean that dirty cheese. Michael W.
2: probably wrote that. Thing. He probably I mean, did. Yeah, he, he pro- probably did. He probably but- did. No, mm-hmm. that was his cheeseburger by okay. Mr.
1: Lunt. It's on Wow 99. <sighs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to tear you to a pie yeah. when the world says name. That's and it. Add cheese- yeah, get- no, I got it now. Yeah, that's it. I think we should have maybe just sang all the songs and uh, just let the chips fall where they may. No lifelines and see where, where we got then.
1: Well, I wouldn't have chosen that song then.
2: (laughs) Fine. Fine. Okay. Are you ready, Brian? I am tied five to five for your sixth song. Okay. Okay. She says, I don't know why you care. I don't know what's up there. I don't know how we're, no, where or how. Say it again. She says, I don't know why you care. I don't know what's up there. I don't know where or how.
1: Yeah, I know. Like, I've definitely heard this song. Is, is it? A, oh, you totally have. Is it? Is it a Jennifer Knapp song? Uh, Sounds like a no.
2: My guttural uh is the only clue I'm going to give on that.
1: Well, I, I said Jennifer Knapp, and if so, if that's wrong, then I lose.
2: Well, you didn't say final answer. I final mean, answer,
1: you, Jennifer Knapp. That's okay.
2: I'm, uh, that part is incorrect. Yeah, would I, you like to take, um, uh, would you like to uh, guess at the um, perhaps the 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 song title?
1: No, because <laughs> I okay. have no idea.
2: Okay. It is. Take me to your leader.
1: Take me to your leader. by newsboys. Yes. You have a lot of newsboys. I tried to like differentiate. It's like
2: your third newsboy. When you like a band, you like a band. Yes. She says, "I don't know why you care. I don't know what's up there. Yeah. Don't know where or how. To... Yeah. It's kind of in the rap portion, I guess. Yeah. Just take me to your leader now. Take, take me, to me to your
1: leader now. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Justin, is it Justin or Theodore from Theodore's Evergreen Incense? Put the o, it all right.
1: Is. All
2: right, I am ready now. Well, this only serves
1: to confirm my suspicions that I'm still a man in need of a savior.
2: Oh! Oh! Shoot. Okay, one more time.
1: This only serves to confirm my suspicions that I'm still a man in need of a savior.
2: Okay, I feel like this one is... Close enough that I'd like to use the second line lifeline.
1: What's going on inside of me? I despise my own behavior.
2: Behavior? Oh! Okay. Okay, read it all to me one more time I'm sorry I What's got,
1: going like on a, inside of me Inside of me. I despise, my own, despise behavior. my own behavior This only serves to, confirm, to confirm My suspicions I'm That I'm still
2: Still a man in need, need of a savior mm-hmm. Oh man
1: Yeah you got people oh. yelling, You got people yelling at you right now for sure
2: Oh undoubtedly Undoubtedly, and if you are one of those people yelling at your iPod, we encourage you to join the discussion <laughs> on the Tech Reformation Slack team. Ah, uh, man, to confirm my suspicion, in man meat. it's kind of like that. I'm, I'm singing it to the tune of "Let Us Pray." Let us pray. This is not helping.
1: What point of grace?
2: Um, just kidding. What? What's
1: that? Is it by point of grace? Let us pray by point of grace.
2: Point of grace. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I, I know it's, it's not point of grace. Um, is that okay. That that's totally DC talk. Like I'm, 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 I'm confident it's DC talk and as for the song title. Oh man. ah, oh, it's even off the, okay. Is it Jesus freak by DC talk?
1: is that the, is that your guess yeah, that's for final the final answer? That's for, for the yeah. title or for the album that that the song is on
2: <laughs> uh, the album.
1: <laughs> it will is, it is not the song Jesus freak by DC talk. It is on the album. Jesus freak by DC talk. Yeah. yeah. Think first, John.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to think of the track list. Uh, first John uh, I mean like the God is love is the a uh, uh, famous verse I think from that that yeah, book of the Bible God, if if that's what you're referencing no. yeah uh first John 4.12. 12 uh, shoot um okay man I I have I have I've let her fans down in the light I've let you down I've let in the light I've let my brother down my, <laughs> my mom my dad oh man. But I get one point for DC Talk. You do. Right? I you mean, get one point. So now it's 6-5?
1: So
2: actually, actually, I'm surging into the lead here. 6-5. to
1: 6-5. to Alright.
2: Yes. Okay, your next song is I can see Jesus hanging on the cross. I can see Jesus hanging on the cross. I can see Jesus hanging on the cross. He came looking for the lost.
1: Golly. I don't even know if I heard this one.
2: Oh, I'm. it's one of those I think you've heard of it
1: It's totally um, breaking all sorts of 2 CDs, though
2: Yeah, and I'm going to give you credit uh, <laughs> Because I believe At least two people that I know of Have actually recorded it So I will give you credit for either one
1: Okay uh, Two people recorded it
2: I, I'm pretty sure
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say Rich Mullins because he recorded, he like kind of did versions of other songs. I have no idea. Uh-huh. Is it Rich Mullins? You are correct. You I'm gonna take my point and Rich I'm gonna Walls. hold on to it because I have absolutely okay. no idea what the song is. I know it's not "Screen Door in a Submarine." I know that much.
2: So okay, uh, all right, all right. <laughs> so if I sang it, like I can see Jesus hanging on the cross. No, nah, I, I can see Jesus. No, no. Nah. Okay. Um, it was also recorded by Caven's Call, okay. Uh, which, uh, but you are correct. Rich Mullins at least wrote it, if not performed it as well. And it's called "Hope to Carry On."
1: Hope to carry on. Yeah, I would have never yeah. guessed that. Hope yeah, to carry on.
2: It 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 was maybe a little bit tougher. No, that's fine. Uh, if if you kind of got it, well,
1: there ain't nothing I, gonna I, tear I you two would... apart. Yeah, that one was definitely cheating.
2: <laughs> His cheeseburger. <laughs> Okay, I am ready All right. now for my one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth.
1: This is eighth. eighth yeah, eighth. Song. All right. I want to run faster, but this old leg won't carry me.
2: I want to run faster, but this old leg won't carry me. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. um, That sounds vaguely familiar. Like, I should know it, but it wasn't like one of the songs that I listened to a whole lot. Oh, man. Well, I don't lose anything by guessing. Uh, We're going to say that is this a let's just say it's, I don't know, Stephen Curtis Chapman, whatever.
1: You really like Stephen Curtis Chapman, don't you?
2: No. Uh you know I really liked his uh well I, I can't even remember what the name of the CD was but it was it was that green and and, and black kind yeah. of CD looking Yeah and, and yeah. Where, he,
1: where he has like the the turtleneck pulled over his mouth.
2: Yes. Yeah, yes. That one that one is great and y- you know what one of my favorite songs on that was actually the orchestral music that he recorded.
1: I like his son's music a lot.
2: Okay, I didn't know he had a son who was recording music.
1: He has two sons that are in a band called Colony House why
2: am i even on this podcast brian and i did not know that i this saw them is... i saw
1: them play with switchfoot last year it was oh, wow. fantastic anyway oh yeah that no, was for real deeper by delirious
2: oh yes okay yeah that was, delirious we we had like one cd by them yeah uh oh man deliria five
1: deliria five yeah that british band yes Mm-hmm. i wrote i can yes. sing of your love forever and that's what people know them for yeah
2: uh-huh no for sure and what was the name of the song deeper deeper oh yeah deeper okay yep okay all right
1: um i think they also wrote majesty like that was another one of their big songs
2: did they really i Delirious? think
1: so. i think so
2: i could be wrong. like majesty worship his no, majesty. Not, not not that one no Okay. Because that majesty, one, I was going to say,
1: Majesty, Grace's uh, Grace is just as I am. Oh, I might be wrong. There's another song that they wrote that was that went, they got pretty big, but it may not have been that one. Anyway,
2: okay. Um, so I've got something for you here. Uh, it is your next clue. Are okay. you ready? Uh huh. Run away. Where's your head? Dreamer's dreams are grounded.
1: Do I have any lifelines left? I've got the sing one, don't I? Uh, y-
2: you do. You do have sing.
1: Yeah, left. I want you to sing this one because it's like around right to my time. Okay. You ready? Uh-huh.
2: Run away. Where's your head? Dreamer's dreams are grounded.
1: Mm-hmm. When reality it comes from afar, God is calling. Yeah. Reality by Newsboys. Come on, man. Yeah. Nailed it. It's like your fourth one from that album. Or maybe your third one from so the album.
2: So, it was a good album. <laughs> it was a good album. Take Me To Your take Leader Take probably to your album. So, so,
1: you are a, pre- a pre- pre-furler fan, I take it. Back when he was on the drums and not singing.
2: Oh Well, I I also like Step Up To The Microphone. That it's is a, good a very good album. Yeah, Love Liberty Disco was funky. It, it, and I appreciated it for actually doing something different. Yeah, um, I think what I like most about the Newsboys is just their lyrics. And I apologize for singing out of tune. It's My okay. voice is not warmed up.
1: No, you're all right. All okay, right. It, it it helped. I got two points out of that one.
2: Yeah, yeah. It really, at the end of the day, that's what everybody's here for.
1: It is. So, are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Can you see? Can you hear? Can you touch? Can you feel?
2: What? Ain't nothing going to help me uh, on this one. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, it, It's by Carmen. Inside joke so
1: Inside far. Joke. All right. It is not by <laughs> Carmen. I
2: have no idea, man. It's what is it?
1: It's God by Rebecca St. James. It's God. Truly God. Can you see? Can you hear? Can you touch? Can you feel? It's God, truly God. It's God. I can't but God. explain any other way, other way. But it's
2: God. Yeah. Is that Rebecca St. James?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Her, her yeah. young, her brothers are in a band now. No way. Yeah, for King and Country.
2: So I'm also a baseball fan and so, I can't help but notice how all these former baseball players of my youth all have kids named after themselves and play for the blue Jays. Interesting. I don't know if you care about baseball. I, don't. But, I mean, they got Vlad Guerrero jr. Who is just an amazing b- baseball player. They got, um, uh, uh, these are all like hall of famers and their sons all play for the blue Jays for whatever
1: reason. That's pretty interesting. Um, uh,
2: except for, Anyway, Bobby Witt Jr. plays for the Royals, but that's completely different. Anyway, you don't follow baseball. So I am going to take my zero points on that one. And uh, I stick with six. You have eight and we are headed into the final. The uh, final. I guess that is the start of the final two, two songs. So yeah. I'm going to give you your ninth and penultimate song.
1: All right. So are get you ready? this one? Yeah, I'm ready.
2: I mean, yeah, if you get this one, it's over. Yeah. It is over.
1: I get I totally okay. all of a sudden understand the whole baseball thing that you're going with now. I get it. You're good. Distraction. Distraction. Yeah. Okay.
2: Exactly. All right. Here it goes. Frustrated brother, see how he's tried to light his own candle some other way.
0: Gosh.
1: Well.
2: Mm. This is another um I wanna say that. Maybe two people have recorded this, but I can't remember. I will look it up while we're
1: all right. So uh, say it again.
2: Uh, frustrated brother. See how he's tried to light his own candles some other way.
1: I, I don't know. So, so I'm going to say, I don't know, but I'm also going to say, this is probably completely incorrect, but I'm just going to go with this because you made this huge baseball um. analogy. But I'm gonna go with Sweet. Jeff Moore in the distance home run.
0: <laughs>
2: no, okay, it's not no. Uh, All right.
0: <laughs>
2: it, um. It, okay, yeah, that it has been recorded twice. Uh, Chris Rice, Chris Rice. Do you recall him? He recorded he actually would... in 2004, which is outside the range of yeah. our our time. But I would have given you credit for it. Uh, but Kathy Tricoli Kathy Originally Tricoli. Interesting. Recorded this song called Go Light Your World okay. yeah, no. brother, I
1: absolutely See
2: how he's tried
1: to Would not I don't think I've
2: ever Light his own candle Some other way yeah. So see, I was
1: pretty sure It was not Jeff More the Distance <laughs> Home Run But I do know that that song was on the list Of, of, of appropriate songs so. Oh
2: man yeah I gotta say uh, Jeff since that's uh it's been a while it's all a
1: while. right all
2: right okay <laughs> so all i right. still have a so, chance so if I, eight,
1: eight six. yeah all right you're leading and it wasn't for no reason that he shed his blood
2: shed his blood we returning very close and i'm believing that our god is an awesome god rich Mullen, final that's right mixer.
1: eight eight yes 8 eight. Tie
2: game. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh the, the pressure. Close.
1: No more lifelines.
2: Oh man, and I just looked up it's, my next song. It's I, two,
1: three three balls, two strikes. Bases are I, loaded.
2: Ah. Uh, I still have one lifeline. I'd like to say. I mean, that's gotta count for something.
1: What what which one which lifeline did you
2: still have? Give name band. Oh yeah. I don't think I don't yeah. think I used that one yet. I don't think you did. Okay, but here it is. The bottom of the ninth inning, so to speak. Yeah. And um, Jeff, Moore in the distance. Home well, run. it's all up to you. You got you got the bases loaded, and you got Jeff more. It's not Jeff Moore in the distance. Okay. I'm going to give you a hint all right, right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Whew. I don't know if you got some shelter, say a place to hide.
1: All right. Uh, people are yelling at me. I know that. Oh, what are we going to do, yes if, what are we gonna do if there's a tie? Like, what do we? So if there's a tie, oh. you have one lifeline left. Should that account sure. for something? I don't know, man.
2: Who knows if I've even keeping score correctly the way we yeah. Uh, yeah. attempted to at the beginning.
1: All right. So I don't know if you got some shelter, say a place to hide. Right. I don't know if you got a family, say a mom or dad. Oh uh, my
2: goodness. This is not so going to be a time I bet
1: you wish you had. Uh, so come and go with me to my father's house. Come and go with me to my father's house. It's a big, big house. Lots and lots of rooms. Audio adrenaline. Big house. That's it. Boom. 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 And with a score
2: of ten to eight, Ryan Emerson takes round
1: one. Round one. All right. So that was Whatever roughly this game. that was roughly ninety five to 99, 96 to ninety nine, somewhere around those. So we do we do plan on doing future games from like 2000 to 2004 and then 2005 to 2009, you know, just breaking it up in every five year increments. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Let us know
2: in the comments. In the comments. Uh, However, rate, review the show, comment on it, tell your friends, tell your family, search us out on the tech reformation slack. I mean, I don't even know if you got a family,
1: say a mom or dad.
2: Right. I mean, do they have somebody whom they can confide?
1: Yeah, I don't know, but they should come and go with us to TechReformation. Dot.
2: Okay, <laughs> sorry. Quick point of uh, interest. Sure. Looking over these words written out, yes. I'm noticing big house. Would you say that that is you know grammatically correct to a T?
1: Big house. Uh, look, it's a it's a big big house.
2: What do you mean? Lots and lots of room. Well, thoughts a r- big, big table, table with lots, lots and lots, lots of, of food. food
1: a big, big yard where we can play football.
2: Yeah. Could play All nice I know, ball. it's a big old house with room for everyone. All I know is lots of land where we can play and run. Yeah. Anyway, maybe it's a little bit more so than I was anticipating, but it, I didn't think of this as like a uh, you know, real um, grammatically Gr- uh, you know paragon of grammatical sign writing. however yeah. in that second verse it says i don't know if you live with friends in whom you can confide they use whom as you say in who you can confide i'm impressed i'm impressed i'm, too. I'm impressed
1: i, I, I guess that language hadn't devolved as much by then that the general audience of that day probably recognized the word whom more than today but
2: well hey
1: credit to credit Credit, to, uh, credit the, to to audio adrenaline, or right. Yeah, uh,
2: for, the songwriters were Kelly Nichols, Mike Mick Cripps, Philip Lewis, Steve Riley, and Tracy Guns.
1: So at least so, one anyway, of anyway had some good grammaticism. Going
2: somebody, on. yes, excellent work, excellent work.
1: But you know what? Ain't nobody <sighs> gonna tear you two apart. <laughs> 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 so man yeah that, that's there's a lot of really fun songs uh definitely a blast from the past uh, so what were some of those songs that uh what what memories did that just spark going back and forth to those to those older songs
2: you man know, what, most of it honestly was listening uh to these cds or the radio with my brother while we like built lego creations and all kinds of cool stuff like that. Um so that was part of it. Also remember, I don't know if this ever happened to you. I remember uh somebody we were in like a Walmart or something right. And uh we were uh in the radio, you know, electronic section Mm -hmm. and somebody had tuned one of the radios to a Christian station and they were playing big tent revivals, uh, song, uh, two sets of Joneses. Do you remember that one at all?
1: I do. Yeah.
2: I remember. Sure. No. Yeah. They're a great family, but I remember just like there's this guy and I was wondering if he was listening and if he would, you know, maybe spontaneously convert on the spot or something like that. Or if I should approach him and ask if you wanted to talk about the uh, deeper meaning of the songs and things like that. Um, I I never did, but <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't know. It's just one of those crazy things that sticks out in my brain. What about you though? Like uh, have any of these songs sparked any particular memories for you?
1: Man, I just, uh, when I was, when I was looking up, a lot of these songs when I was trying to figure out like which ones I was going to pick. I I had a lot of those kind of memories, Uh, man. I was really thinking uh, about the, the album Jesus freak. Uh, The album Jesus freak was probably like the most influential Christian music album, uh, especially like a Christian rock album of all time. Uh, It it still holds up today. It talked about, uh, talked about a bunch of different issues that don't get talked about a lot. Colored people only, only DC talk could write a song called colored people and get away with it. Um, I did always think it was kind of interesting that the, that they had one black guy on it and they had one rapper and the rapper wasn't the black guy, but yeah,
2: I remember confusing that all the time, honestly.
1: Um, um, yeah, uh, you and I both recently independently listened to an interview with Kevin Max from DC talk. His story was kind of interesting about how he was like this more like pop artist kind of getting thrown into this rock group and trying to figure out how to meld all their sounds together. But they did, they did a really good job. But uh, I remember going back a few years ago and just listening from beginning to end, Jesus Freak, the album. It was just so good. And then I remember immediately afterward going back and listening to the entire album of Supernatural, which was their very next album. Oh, yeah. And it, was yeah not, last. And it was not as good.
2: No, it was still pretty good, though. It Come was, on, It was all right. But Come it, on. It,
1: it, I, I disagree that it holds up in the same way. Like when you listen okay. to Jesus Freak, it still feels like this iconic piece of history.
2: Oh, that, it is. But no doubt. Supernatural
1: was just like that was just their next album
2: it was also their last
1: yes it was their last there, album
2: in the red letters you remember that one i do yeah
1: i remember probably every song on that album and uh and it's i don't think that the music was written as good i think the lyrics are probably fine but i don't think the music was as good in that album uh, and i yeah. think that that was probably that that may have led to that being their last album
2: uh, maybe I don't know. I really like the variety that mm-hmm. each of the members brought. yeah uh, in that interview they were talking about how uh, Kevin Max was talking about how they each uh, really were writing different parts of the song by then uh, or different songs and and whatnot, which led to a lot of the variety on the on the on the track uh, yeah. or, or on the album. I'm sorry, which was awesome. I really appreciated that.
1: yeah, the yeah, they all. They all wrote their different parts, and, and and I do think that that was. I think their band was definitely something incredibly unique, something that had never come up before, really something that has never since come around. Uh, you know, after the fact, Toby Toby Mac has definitely done the best for himself after DC Talk. I think that uh, Michael Tate kind of he made his own band, it didn't quite make it, and then he eventually became the lead singer of Newsboys which i still think should be called Mike and the Boys because it's not the, <laughs> because it's not the Newsboys. They don't even have any of the original members of the band.
2: It's they, like the Beach Boys, man. Come on. It's like the Beach Boys.
1: Yeah. They
2: they they are they transcend their individual members yeah. and i just want a Newsboys reunion tour where all current and former members of the band kind of come back in one amazing choir.
1: So yeah. So something even yeah. better than newsboys United. <laughs> Wait a minute.
2: They did this.
1: Yes, they did this. I missed it. Yeah. Oh it, well, it was, it was basically just like the current band plus Furler and, and Phil Joel. I think Jody Davis, may have Phil Joel. Back.
2: I liked him too. He uh, had a, pr- he, uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We could go on, we but
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We could definitely, go on but um yeah so uh let's let's transition to our our main topic for the day uh you know we we just had some fun look going through like the nostalgia of listening to these these older songs and i think a lot of those songs that we chose we still hold dear i think in a lot of ways um you know some of the older songs do stand up to some of the tests of time uh, and I think especially like in the 90s, there, the market was not flooded with all sorts of music. It was There's very limited offerings. And I, and I do think that um, in a lot of respect, the music was was better uh, because there was more room to kind of find out what the people wanted. Uh, Christian music as a genre was still new. The WoW series didn't even start till '96. Uh, because Correct. there's weren't, there wasn't really enough music that was quality before then, um, but I, I just wanted to kind of tie that into this idea of uh, like the test of time, mm-hmm. and how uh, a lot of a lot of music we'll still sing 10, 20, 30 years from now. A lot of it we won't. A lot of the stuff that was not of quality will will fade away. That's how. Mm-hmm a lot of, of that that music works in general. Um, but I think one of the things that helps us to pick and choose the songs that stay is just having more time to be discerning and to, uh, and to look at like what the Bible says and to, uh, and to really challenge the lyrics. So the longer they're out there, the more people are challenging them, the more people are looking at them. And then the, the quality work is going to stay. And so uh, I want to spend the remainder of this episode, just really talking about what the Bible says about um, really about worship, uh, also about music and, um, and just how we uh, like what we should look for in the scripture, according to the scripture um, and to help us to be better at, Discernment. Uh, uh, first, I, I want to point out uh, in Acts uh, chapter 17, uh, specifically in the verses of 10 to 15, it talks about this group of people called the Bereans. Um, sure, they uh, were from this little town, uh, but they, and they're. I think this might have been the only time they're even mentioned in all of Scripture. Uh, but what they're known for is. Um, uh, they are known, uh, as being people who challenged, uh, what they're being taught with what the scripture says. And so, uh, Paul was giving new teaching about Jesus and he was giving these teachings about how Jesus was the Messiah and about how he came to fulfill the law. And instead of just blindly accepting it, they looked at what he was saying. They, they challenged what he said, according to the old Testament and according to their scriptures. And they said, "What you are saying lines up, and so we believe." And uh, hmm. and so that the word Berean has since uh, become synonymous with those who have proper discernment. And so if you hear someone say, "Be a Berean," what they're saying is use discernment. And uh, sure. and so that that's what we are trying to do. We we want to use discernment. We want to look at content of songs, compare it with the content of the scripture. And uh, and you know go from there. Um, and so that being said, I also want to uh, refer to Second uh, Timothy uh, the uh, three sixteen. It says, "All Scripture is breathed out uh, by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness." And then verse seventeen that the man of God may be complete equipped for every good work and so this kind of gives us even more of a foundation the reason that we uh that we use scripture as our uh, basis as our foundation for looking at these songs is because we believe that god himself wrote all of scripture and uh and that the scripture is good for teaching it's good for correcting and it's good for reproof and for training and so um and so we want to examine these songs and we want to see what songs are good for training in uh, for, for teaching for reproof for for correction for training in righteousness because they mimic the scriptures so well yeah there is a uh, there's a principle that we in the reformed camp use called the uh, the regulative principle of worship and what that means is uh it's there's these two kind of broad terms, one is the regulative principle, one is the normative principle. The regulative principle says we are allowed to do everything that the Bible commands us to do. Like when the Bible says do this, when the Bible says sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs, we sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs. Something God commanded for us to do, and therefore we do it. If the Bible says do not do this, we don't do that. Like that's where our line is. So the normative principle says that if the Bible doesn't say don't do it, then we then we can. So since the Bible does not say uh, don't dance in a corporate worship service, we are then free to dance in a corporate worship service. Um, some people might even say, "Look, David danced, and that was fine, and and God blessed him, and so we should we should dance because the Bible doesn't say don't." And we have an example of it mm-hmm. And it's like, well, David wasn't dancing in a corporate worship service And since the, since the Bible doesn't say we can't have dancing in the corporate worship service And since we have an example of David dancing and God Blessing him, that might lead some to believe It's okay to dance in a corporate worship service But, you know, the Bible doesn't actually say It doesn't list dancing as something the first century church did It doesn't list dancing in the things that are acceptable to do. It lists the uh, preaching of the word. It lists prayer. It lists singing. Uh, But it doesn't list dancing. Yeah. So that is why a lot of people land on the side of, we should not have dancing. Because uh, God did not command us to dance. We don't see any evidence of people dancing in the first century church. So we can say from David that dancing is not always inappropriate, uh, that we can dance and still glorify God, but it does not belong in the uh, church service. And so that's kind of just an example of how the regulative principle of worship works.
2: And just so so you don't think that we're pulling this out of thin air. I mean, this is, this is section 21 of the Westminster confession um i'm pretty sure right i mean that's 20 section 21 is of religious worship and the sabbath day and um it article two specifically says religious worship is to be given to god the father the son and holy ghost and to him alone not to angels saints or any other creature and since to fall not without a mediator nor in the mediation of any other but christ alone um and then it kind of lists out some of what that is and in article three and things like that right
1: uh, right. And Article
2: Five. So yeah,
1: I wish I could say that I know the Westminster Confession better than I do, but I don't.
2: I don't have it memorized. I pulled <laughs> it up on ReformedStandards dot com, and right. uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, uh,
1: but um, the Bible is very clear that God demands how He is to be worshipped. This is something that if you ask if you ask people uh, in general, does God. Uh, does God care how we worship him? I would say that today, a lot of people would probably say, no, as long as we are serious, as long as we love him, as long as we're devoted, we can worship God. However, like I, I imagine that would probably be a common answer. Um, But the truth is God cares greatly how we worship him. Uh, God, God cares uh, so greatly that he does not accept worship that, is not, uh, that doesn't meet his own standard. Um, I think that's, that's a very important concept to grasp, that God has rejected worship. Um, if you look at the very first recorded kind of worship service, uh, the two brothers offered up a sacrifice. God accepted one. He rejected one. It's in Genesis 4, Cain and Abel. Um, so it's very important. To understand, God still rejects worship. God is immutable. That means he never changes. So if God has rejected worship, God still rejects worship. And uh, and so we want to, uh, part of what we do, we're doing this podcast is to help people understand God rejects worship. He doesn't just accept Christian music as good because it says Christian. Uh, he rejects some of it. And we want to help you figure out what he is rejecting and what he is not rejecting. Um, And just so you know, I'm not pulling this out of thin air either. I I want to point our attention to Exodus 30. Uh, Exodus 30 is, I'll say this, it's dry. Uh, Exodus, like the latter half of Exodus, um, all of Leviticus and most of numbers and Deuteronomy. This is the, the particular part of scripture where God is dictating things. God is saying exactly how he wants things. He is listing exactly how he wants uh, to be worshiped. He is listing exactly how to build the tabernacle in this particular passage in, in Exodus 30. And it talks about this thing called the altar of incense. And in this particular altar, he says, this is exactly how you will build it. And this is the exact incense that you will burn on it. This exact incense will only be burned on this altar alone. No other incense will be burned on this, on this altar. And this incense will be used for nothing else except for to be used on this altar. I mean, he he could not have been more clear on exactly what it was. And then in Leviticus 10, which I think chronologically we're talking like two months after this was given. So like God gives this, uh, God gives this decree, and then it is carried out. They build everything, and once they're once everything is built, they ordain the priests, Aaron and his sons, and then his sons, Nadab and Abihu, in Leviticus 10. Like immediately, bring what's called unauthorized fire or strange fire, which is just based on the language of Exodus 30. They brought incense that was different than what God ordained. And it said that the fire came out of their censers and consumed them and they died. Um, And so God was very, very serious. God does not kill everyone who offers bad worship. But God chose to kill certain people at specific times to prove that he takes it seriously. And God's anger still burns as hot as it did with Nadab and Abihu whenever we offer unauthorized fire. Uh, to his altar, whenever we sing songs that do not bring him glory, when it, when they bring a counter gospel message or when they uh, treat God with less respect than he is due, his anger still burns as hot. Uh, I want to talk about another particular passage in Numbers four, specifically in verse 15. It uh, describes the poles that were used to carry the Ark of the Covenant, that the Ark of the Covenant was built with these Rings attached to them and the priests were to put these poles through the rings and carry the ark on their shoulders as they walked they were never ever to touch the ark itself they were only to touch the poles that then touched the ark and and in 2 Samuel 6 there's a story uh, where I guess earlier in 1 Samuel uh, they're these sons of this one priest who were wicked they took the ark of the covenant into battle with them uh, thinking that the box would save them, they didn't. Care. They didn't believe in God. They just believed in the box. The enemies believed in the box and were afraid because they saw the box coming. They thought they were going to die, but then they were able to overtake Israel, defeat them. They stole the box. Uh, the box actually then broke their idols and gave the people all sorts of illnesses. And they sent the box back to Israel, um, where it stayed in the house. Of Uzzah and his father For quite a while Um, This is during This is before Saul was king All this happened Then Saul became king He had his entire reign Eventually David became king So one of the first things that David did, speaking of dancing Was he brought the ark From the house of Uzzah uh, Up to where the tabernacle was And um and while this was going on, Uzzah was one of the ones watching as the Ark was traveling. And instead of putting it on the on the poles through the rings, they put it on a cart. And so a, a donkey was pulling the cart and the cart hit a bump in the road and started to tilt. And Uzzah reached up to steady the Ark, touched it and died. Uh, and that is a very important story because both Uzzah, or Uzzah as well as Nadab and Abihu All died for um, For the same crime Which was bringing uh, Bringing Unauthorized worship Nadab and Abihu did so uh, Fully intentionally They had Opened rebellion against God Brought what they thought was better On purpose and died Uzzah was trying To actually glorify God He thought he was doing right He Uh, Unintentionally Just he didn't prepare himself He didn't look up the correct way To carry the ark He didn't um, He didn't care about What God said uh, Because he wasn't taught to And as a result He died the same death That Nadeb and Abihu died Um, Now the Bible is not clear As to whether or not Uzzah's in heaven And Nadeb and Abihu Are in hell We don't get that picture but I would probably wager that Nadab and Abai, who, who willingly disobeyed God, um, probably had a long, probably had a deep heart issue against God and are probably in eternal torment. Whereas Uzzah is probably not. He's probably, uh, he was probably a faithful covenant member. Uh, he was probably. Resting in faith that God would save him The same way that everyone who was saved in the Old Testament was I don't know, this is just speculation But we do see that his sin was punished At least his one time sin was punished In the same way that Nadab and Abihu's sin was punished um, And so this is serious It is, is is very serious God, as I said, is immutable He does not change uh, He doesn't Always express himself the same way, but that doesn't mean that he has changed. It just meant that he wanted to send us a message with Nadab and Abihu, and he wanted to send us another message with Uzza, and that message is still the same. He does not accept worship that is unauthorized.
2: So, there in that particular inst- those particular instances that you just mentioned. Uh, that's prescribed worship versus David dancing like the very well in that same chapter, right after that, yeah, um, right after that, where David is dancing. Um, so what you're saying is that was not prescribed worship. So, um, although it may have been okay at the time and although Michael didn't think so, David's wife, um, that it was, it was okay for, the time, but not for all time. That-
1: uh, no, I, w- I wouldn't even say that. I'd say that dancing still has a place. It def- there's still definitely a place for dancing, and David expressed his his dancing in that exact right place. It was not in a corporate worship setting in the temple uh, before the Lord as a group of people all dancing. It was something that he did personally, rejoicing in the victory that God had in bringing the, the ark back. Um, and so uh, I, I would argue that David, well, we have to argue that David was right before the Lord because the Bible says he was. Um, and so we, uh, we don't necessarily say that his worship was unprescribed or that the way that he responded was unprescribed because the, the Israelites danced after, um, after they crossed the red sea, uh, there was probably a lot of dancing that went on beforehand. Uh, dancing is, is a natural response, uh, to delight and, uh, and it's a natural response to rejoicing and, uh, but it just is not appropriate within the worship service corporate, uh, you know, church service because the Bible gives very specific things to what we should do in the corporate worship service and dancing is not listed among them. I mean, there's, there's lots of things that I think are incredibly good to do that, that incredibly glorify the name of the Lord that I don't think are appropriate for the worship service. Um, I mean, there's, there's loads of them, including I'd say certain genre of music, like, um, I love Shylin. I think he is one of the deepest thinking people I can think of. His music is amazing, but it has no place in the corporate worship service. And I would say he would probably agree with me um, on that. Shylin is is a, a hip hop artist. He's he raps about the election and all millennialism and false teachers. Uh, big fan.
2: Awesome. Check them out on Spotify if you haven't already.
1: And uh, but yeah, what what I was getting at as far as like what is prescribed is um you know we have some very specific things in Ephesians five eighteen and also or eighteen and following as well as Colossians three fifteen and following we get the same uh, we get the same command that's said like kind of two different ways. And the first one it says, And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns, and spiritual psalms, singing and making melody to the Lord with all your heart, giving thanks always, and for everything to God the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. In Colossians it says, And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Um, both these passages, we we see, uh, you know, the psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. We also see thankfulness. We th- we see. Um, you know, giving thanks to God through Jesus we, we see uh, asking for everything uh, asking God the Father for everything in the name of, of Jesus so we we see this uh, we see this you know really loving relationship between God and, and his and the church and what we are called to do uh, specifically with Thanksgiving is to sing songs hymns psalms hymns and spiritual songs and so that is really one of the driving forces behind what it is we are allowed to sing. You know, how do we sing and still fall within the regulative principle of worship? We get this this list of three different types of songs, um, and there are many people that interpret this through different ways. Uh, I'd say one particular interpretation is that. The book of Psalms, the the Psalter 150 Psalms in the middle of the Bible Is a book that contains Psalms, hymns And spiritual songs And so therefore what he is saying Is sing the Psalter Um, I disagree With that assessment uh, But I Definitely think that these Psalms Are the key Uh, That's Diana
2: (laughs) Hi, you
1: know. yeah she nodded she said yes i'm singing a song mm-hmm. um that the the psalms i believe are uh, are god's example of what it of what we are allowed to sing uh, i think that if god was if god was going to say you have the right to write your own music uh I let me show you what good examples are. He would just give us a bunch of examples. We have a lot of examples of people just busting out in song. Um some would argue that they were just talking, but people don't bust out in talking poetry. They bust out in singing. So like Mary's song, um, Hannah's song, uh, you know, Moses actually busted out in song. It talked about him talking in um Whenever they they cross the Red Sea, and uh, yeah, we we get different examples of when people see the glory of God, they often respond in song, or in something similar, in dancing or uh, in some other sort of creative outlet. But I believe that that singing is that's just a, a it's a it's part of what we do because God. Also sings over us, and in the Psalms, I I, I would say that there is, uh, there's something that happens over and over again in the Psalms. Let's see, One, two, three, four, five, six. I think six times in the Psalms, it talks about singing a new song. Um, it says it once in Isaiah, and then it says it twice in the Book of Revelation to sing a new song. Um, mm-hmm. Psalm 33, three, it says, sing to him a new song, play skillfully on the strings with loud shouts. Psalm forty-three, forty-three. It says he put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord uh, over and over again. It says, sing a new song. The Lord has given me a new song. Uh, I will sing a new song and it talks about instruments. It talks about, uh, because he has wow. done marvelous things. It says, um uh, you know, praise him in the assembly. So there are these different things that, that it says over and over again praise him, make music, do this in the assembly, do this because he has done marvelous things. And, uh, and some would argue that a new song just means sing a song anew, sing a song with a new heart, sing a song. Uh, a, you know, it's, but I, I, I believe that we are to sing a new song. Uh, that we are given that command to write new music. In Isaiah 42.10, it says, uh, Sing to the Lord a new song, his praise from the ends of the earth, you who go down to the sea and all that fills it, the coastlands and their inhabitants. So he's saying, sing a new song to all the ends of the earth. Take your new song with you. Uh, But I think ultimately in Revelation 5, we get this definition of a new song most clearly where it says, um, and they sang a new song talking about these uh, creatures that were around the throne of God. It says, and they sang a new song saying worthy are you who take the scroll and to open its seals, uh, for you were slain and by your blood, you ransomed people for God and from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have made them a God and priest to God and priests to God, and they shall reign on the earth. So in this verse, it's again talking about, because he's done, it's specifically a marvelous thing he has done for you were slain, pure blood uh, ransomed the people of God. And it also says, take it to every tribe and and tongue and people and nation. uh, And they shall reign on all the earth. So it has that same message, take it to the whole earth. Um, But it gives a very specific thing for you were slain. This is something that had not happened yet when the Psalms were written, uh, they, it was sung about, it was, it was prophesied, but in revelation five, nine, it's specifically is singing a song for what Christ has done. And so our songs today can talk about what Christ has done, not what he will do, what he has done. Uh, in revelation 14, it talks about the new song again. Uh, and it talks about playing with harps. Um, and it talks about the living creatures. And uh, and so we get, again, these instruments that are being played with their new song. And so from this, uh, I believe that we are given uh, permission through the scripture to, to write new and original music. Uh, to talk about what God has done. To talk about what he... Uh, you know, specifically what he has done in Christ. But also, uh, I think this is really where we also are given our command or our allowance to use instruments, if we like. Um, The Psalms talk about instruments. Uh, Revelation, in the same kind of way, talks about angels playing harps. Um, And so nowhere else in the New Testament does it really talk about instruments. So that's another, that's a big regulative principle. Can we use instruments? And, uh, and I believe through these passages we are we are given that, that permission to use musical instruments. Um, and just furthermore talking about the Psalms, I, I wanted to talk about uh, what the John MacArthur Study Bible says about what the Psalms are and the different types of Psalms. And, and I think this is helpful in seeing kind of what our songs are allowed to talk about. Uh, sure. We have individual and communal lament expressing our need for God's deliverance talks about Thanksgiving and being made aware of God's blessing, uh, enthronement and describing God's sovereign rule, uh, pilgrimage and establishing a mood of worship. Uh, those, a lot of those would be like the Psalms of Ascent, how the, how the people on their way to Jerusalem would sing songs to prepare themselves for Passover. Mm -hmm. Um, We have royal portraying Christ as the sovereign ruler. Uh, In the Psalms, these are done through prophecy, but then we can also see in Revelation how we can sing after the fact. We have wisdom in instructing us uh, as to what God's will is. And then we have the imprecatory Psalms invoking God's wrath and judgment against his enemies. And so these are, I believe, themes that the Psalms give us. And this is just, uh, you know, this is a, pretty long list of themes and this is pretty inclusive but there are other psalms in there there are other minor themes that are well, that are in the psalms as well well sure but, i mean
2: yeah there's uh a ton of different ways that you can categorize these um yeah. by genre uh for instance trumper longman the uh, third in his book how to read the psalms gives seven varieties too which are very similar he classifies them as the hymn, the lament, Thanksgiving Psalms, Psalms of Confidence, Psalms of Remembrance, Wisdom Psalms, and Kingship Psalms, which line up pretty well with what you have there from the MacArthur.
1: Yeah, and, and so, you know, the Psalms they describe the entire range of human emotion. Yeah. They describe mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they, they they give us a very large amount of things that we can That we can focus on that we can do And we really could in a lot of ways Express everything we want to Just from singing the Psalms However the Psalms predate Christ and they do not Allow for the singing Of the completed work of Christ Uh, I believe that was like the major reason Why the OPC uh, Allows the singing of hymns Is because they wanted to give Their people the chance To sing songs for the completed work of Christ Not just the uh, not, not just the uh, Looking forward to the Completed work of Christ uh, But all that said you know, there's, still, there's still room To sing there, There's still the possibility of Writing songs that don't match With what the Psalms say That are completely uh, Just brand new territory And I think that's where we really have to look And say why are you branching On new territory is this new territory actually good or is this something uh is this something that we shouldn't be doing um you know there are you know there are songs that describe god using words that don't really describe god and you can argue that it's metaphor or you can argue uh, using even scripture that metaphors are fine to to talk to god um you know god is not a chicken but we still hide under his wings like a baby chick would hide under its mother's wings. And so we we have that freedom to, to use metaphor, but we just really, really need to be careful because God is not the all mother and we don't need to refer to him as mother. And we don't need to do things like that using, you know, these same sorts of arguments. Um, And so that's, that's really where it gets tricky is how do we use the Psalms to guide us? And in what ways do we have liberty to create new ideas and, but in what ways should we make sure that our ideas are still God honoring, even if we're kind of treading this, this new, uh, these new grounds by, by writing our own original music.
2: Yeah, man, that's, that's tremendous. I, I got to say, the Psalms are a great place to start too. I mean, if you're a worship leader, say, And you're wondering, what should we be singing on Sunday morning? Looking to the Psalms and drawing on that for what you actually sing each week, week in and week out, is fantastic. Uh, It's almost like, you know, this is already ordained music. You can't go wrong by singing the word of God.
1: That's absolutely true.
2: And honestly, that's one point where we talk about exclusive solemnity that point is extremely attractive to me personally because just knowing that okay i don't have to worry i don't have to to think um is this song you know true or untrue what parts are are true what parts are not what parts are helpful what parts are not um because you just know yeah you're yeah yeah so
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, I when I was in like the throes of the cage stage, uh, I was very close to just saying exclusive psalmody all the way. The one problem was I write Christian music. Um, it is, it's a hobby of mine that I believe God has given me the gift to do, that God has given me the words, God has given me the desire to. And so I, I just don't see why the Holy Spirit would give me the desire to worship him in a way that is viewed by, I'd say, most of the evangelical church as a fine, just right way uh, to to worship Him, but like, why would why would the Holy Spirit give me the desire to do this if it was wrong? And, and so that's ultimately, you know, what led me down the, the path of viewing the Psalms as as the uh, really the the, uh, the foundation. And and, uh, and I would just uh, I probably conclude with just saying uh, you know, how firm a foundation you saints of the Lord is laid for your faith through His excellent work.
0: There is a bone in the eye to make the wounded uh
2: Thank you for listening to the balming gilead podcast we love hearing from you so email us at thereis@balmcast.com. at balmcast.com we are a part of the tech reformation family of podcasts and you can discuss our show and much more at slack.techreformation.com we'll see you there if you enjoyed the balming gilead podcast please encourage others to listen we value your feedback So rate, review, and recommend the show in your podcast app of choice. And with that, we'll see you next time on the Balm in Gilead podcast.